listening to the Heartland Author Podcast. I am Aaron Apollo Camp. As authors may find themselves in situations where they must do public speaking to market their published works, I decided to interview public speaking expert Brendan Kumarasamy for today's episode. Brendan is the founder of Master Talk, a company that coaches ambitious executives and entrepreneurs to become better public speakers. I'm here with Brendan Kumarasamy, who is not an author, but he is a public speaking coach and the founder of Master Talk. Brendan, welcome to the Heartland Author Podcast. Aaron, the pleasure is absolutely mine. Thanks for having me. Feel free to introduce yourself to our listeners. For sure. So my name is Brendan Kumarasamy. I'm the founder of Master Talk, which is both a YouTube channel I started to help the world master the art of communication and public speaking. And I also train a lot of executives and entrepreneurs on how to communicate ideas. But the origin story, which I think is more interesting, Aaron, was when I was in university, I went to business school, and funny enough, I studied accounting of all things, and that's what I thought I was going to do with my life. But then I started competing in case competitions. Think of it like professional sports, but for nerds. So while other guys my age were playing rugby or baseball, I wasn't one of those guys. I did presentations competitively. That's how I learned how to speak, Aaron. And then as I got older, I started coaching a lot of the students in college and realized that no one was teaching this stuff for free on the internet on how to communicate ideas. And that's what was that's what started Master Talk. Yeah, and the reason I have you on a, a podcast that's mainly about books and writing is when uh, an author has to uh, market a book sometimes he or she will have to engage in a public speaking event or uh, many as part of uh, trying to sell their book. Absolutely. It's such an important topic for authors. A lot of them don't work enough about their communication skills, for sure. Now, what services does your company, Master Talk, provide? Yeah, for sure, Aaron. You, you know, what I would say is, you know, for, for authors who are interested in, in our service, they can just come to one of our free workshops, which is just rockstarcommunicator.com, and then they can they can learn how to communicate. It's a fun workshop that people can engage with. And then at the end of that training, if people want to jump on a call, they can learn more about that for sure. Now, uh, what type of videos are commonly featured on Master Talk's YouTube channel? For sure, Aaron. The, the goal of Master Talk is for me to be an encyclopedia of communication. So I want to try and answer every possible question that someone could ever have about communication. Like for authors specifically, I think the biggest challenge right now that they have is they need to realize that the book is not going to sell on its own. Even if you have one of the best books in the world, if nobody hears about it or knows about the author, it's really hard to get those copies out. So, so one thing I would encourage authors to do is really push themselves to get on podcasts, to, to get on stages so that people can relate the book to them and their personality so it's a much easier sell to get the books sold a lot faster. Now, I apologize if I'm asking a redundant question here, because I think you kind of answered this question a little bit ago, but where did the idea for Master Talk come about? Yeah, for sure, not redundant at all. So essentially what happened was when I was in college, I thought I was going to be an accountant, right? That was my mission. <laughs> it wasn't really to be a communication coach. But when I stumbled into case competitions, these 
communication uh, marathons for nerds, essentially, I realized that I had a much deeper purpose to my life than just being an accountant or working at a company. It was more about empowering the world with the right tools on how to communicate ideas effectively. And the way that I got there was really by accident. After I started winning these competitions, which I primarily did to get a job, by the way, when I started getting that job, when I got those opportunities, I just said, hey, you know, no one's coaching these people on how to speak. And I wasn't even charging people back then. It was just fun for me. So I was coaching a lot of these people and I accidentally developed a talent, Aaron, on how to speak. And then in my last semester of college, somebody asked me, hey, Brendan, how did you learn how to communicate? How did you learn how to speak? And I said, huh? He's like, yeah, like, did you hire a coach? Did you do Toastmaster? Did you watch YouTube videos on communication? I was like, YouTube videos on communication? So I had a few months to kill before I started working at IBM Air, and I worked there for two and a half years before I went full-time on MasterTalk. And then I started watching these videos, and I was like, what? Like, they're missing a lot of the points that I'm coaching a lot of my students on in college. So I had just had the naivete to think I could do better, so I just started making videos in my basement, and it just led into something I never could have imagined. Now, why do many people struggle with public speaking and communication? Yeah, for sure, Aaron. The reason why a lot of people struggle with communication and public speaking is because of the education system. That's where we learn how to communicate. That's where we learn how to present in a formal way. But the challenge with high school presentations and middle school presentations is threefold. Number one, all of those presentations are mandatory. Nobody wakes up in the morning and says, hey, Aaron, you want to get breakfast and present all day? Says nobody ever. And then number two is all of those presentations are never tied to something you're passionate about. So it's never, hey, Aaron, what are you passionate about? Reading? Are you passionate about media or podcasting? Yeah, that's not how it works. You got to talk about Shakespeare and poetry. Then after you're done that, you got to talk about the Renaissance. So it's pretty much nonsense. And then the third piece is that every presentation, Aaron, is tied to a punishment. So even if you do the best job in the world, and if you don't, you get punished for it. There's never a presentation you give in high school that's just for fun. So we grow up believing that communication is a chore, so it becomes one. And nobody wants to get better at doing the dishes, frankly. Now, a lot of authors, but not all of them, are introverts. And what is your best advice regarding public speaking and communication for people who are introverts? For sure, Aaron. Most of my clients are introverts. So what I would say is what I say to them all the time is really to triple down on your strengths and understand why, in many ways, you're actually a better communicator than experts. And I'll prove that through three main ways. So number one, introverts are a lot better at pausing, Aaron. Because they speak less on average and pausing is the most important tool in communication, where we pause to emphasize key points of our message, introverts learn pausing really quickly because, once again, they don't really talk that much, whereas extroverts are always yapping all the time like me. That's why I make a great guest. At least I hope so anyways. That's why I'm always yapping all the time. So it's hard for an extrovert to pause what need to be. Number two is listening. Because introverts speak less on average, Aaron, it's a lot easier for them to listen to the key points of somebody's message and adapt it to their audience a lot faster than an extrovert could. That's really the magic of being an introvert. And number three, and the other piece is extroverts are really bad at listening. I had to spend years just to hone my craft. And number three 
is introverts are a lot less polarizing. So I'll give you an example. Let's say we take Gary Vaynerchuk, who's the CEO and founder of VaynerMedia. He has a massive personal brand on social media. But the guy's really loud, and he swears a lot. So you either really like him, or you really, really don't. So I'm a big fan of him. I love, I love the work that he's done. But a lot of people also don't like him too much. But then you have Brene Brown. Nobody says, I hate Brene Brown, Aaron. Nobody says that. Because it, because it, Brene's a little bit more introverted, she's her voice and her message is a lot more accessible to a wider group of people. So there you go, just triple down on your strengths as an introvert. What are your best recommendations for daily exercises for public speaking and communication? For sure, Aaron. So for me, communication is like juggling 18 balls at the same time. One of them is eye contact, one of them is audience mastery, one of them is facial expressions. But at the same time, Aaron, the question we need to ask ourselves is what are the three easiest balls to juggle? Because if we learn how to juggle those three easy balls, we'll be a lot more effective at communication in the way that we convey ideas. So now what does that look like in my book? I call it my easy threes. Number one is the random word exercise. Pick a word like light bulb, like home, like ceiling, like window, and create random presentations out of thin air. And this helps us serve two main purposes. One is knowing how to deal with uncertainty. Because guess what, Aaron? Life is filled with it. You never know it, uh, being an author when you're going to get your big break. When somebody says, hey, I need you to present this right away to this dinner table and we'll, we, you can pitch your book to us and we might be able to sell 100 copies. You're like, oh. Okay, I need to figure this out. So the random word exercise helps us deal with uncertainty. If we know how to talk about avocados for 30 seconds, we could talk about our book all day long for 30 seconds because we spent so many years writing it, so many months writing it and editing it and refining it. And the second benefit to the random word exercise is if you can make sense out of nonsense, Aaron, you can make sense out of anything. That's really the magic. Number two is the question drill. We get asked questions all the time in our life, Aaron, about our books, about our stories, about why we wrote it, about our work, about our life. But most of us, my friend, are reactive to those questions. We're not proactive. I'll give you an example with me. A few years ago when I started guesting on podcasts, I was horrible. I remember some guy asked me, hey, Brendan, where, uh, where does the fear of communication come from? Obviously, I have a better answer today, Aaron. But back then, my answer was, I don't know, man, London, Los Angeles, New York. I have no idea where the fear of communication comes from. So what did I do instead? What I encourage your authors to do as well, Aaron. Every single day for five minutes, that's all I ask your audience to think about, five minutes. Reflect on one question that you think the world will ask you about communication and public speaking. And if you do that every single day, and what I mean here is not communication and public speaking, that's for me. For you, it's about your book. Why'd you start the book? Why is that important to you? What's your favorite part about writing it? If you spend five minutes every day right answering a new question about your book, you'll be bulletproof in a year because you'll have answered 365 questions, which brings me to the last tip that authors never do. Make a list of the people who already bought your book, the people who already support you, and send them a 20-second video message to say, Hey, Aaron, I really appreciate you picking up a copy. I hope you enjoy it. Let me know what you think of the book, and I hope you're having a beautiful day. I really appreciate you, you thinking about me. That's it. Do the easy threes every day, and you'll be a beast at communication. 
Now, uh, I am going to go and do a couple of uh, questions regarding books to finish this interview. And the first of these of what are what books do you recommend reading that are about or otherwise useful for improving one's skills of public speaking and communication? For sure, Aaron. So my favorite book of all time, which ties into communication nicely, is called Thirst by Scott Harrison. Thirst by Scott Harrison. Scott Harrison is the CEO and founder of Charity Water, which is a nonprofit he started to help the world master the art of communication, public speaking. I'm a big fan of Scott's work for a couple of reasons. One, because he's been able to take a, a nonprofit and turn it into such a powerful media brand. The second reason is because he really helped me create impact in the world. There's this great quote in the book that I love, which is the goal is not to live forever but rather create something that will. And that really moved me to figure out what do I want to create in the world that lives forever? And the third piece is he's one of the best storytellers that I've ever seen in my life. He is so good at telling the story of Charity Water and encouraging us to get involved. And I think there's a lot we can learn from that book. But besides the book, the most important thing your audience needs to do, unfortunately, is to understand that the best way to speak is to speak. So I encourage all of you listening to this podcast, sure, pick up the book. Scott's book is excellent. But more importantly, book 15 minutes in your calendar every single day to do the easy threes, to do the random word exercise, to do the question drills, and to send those video messages. That's how you actually get better over time. Now, one final question. Have you ever considered writing your own book about public speaking and communication? I have, Aaron. I'm just holding my breath on it because I want it to be a big success. So I'm probably going to wait another 5-10 years for my personal brand to be big enough so that when it's time for me to release the book, there's going to be a lot of pent-up demand. Well, Brendan, you were a very wonderful and insightful guest for this podcast, and I thank you for appearing on the Heartland Author Podcast. Aaron, the pleasure was absolutely mine. Thanks so much for the work that you do with the authors you serve, and it was so great to be on the show. On the day before I uploaded this podcast episode, I had the opportunity to participate in one of Brendan's communication workshops, and that was a fantastic experience. This is Aaron Apollo Camp reminding y'all to write your imagination, and don't forget to polish your public speaking skills as well. Bye for now. You can learn more about me and my book writing projects at camparenapollo.witsite.com forward slash author AAC. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at author AAC and on Instagram at AAC Scribe. Copyright 2023, Aaron Apollo Camp, all rights reserved. This podcast episode is intended for the private listening of our audience. Any reuse or retransmission of this podcast episode without the express written consent of the podcast host is prohibited, except under fair use guidelines. Royalty-free music and sound effects obtained from https colon forward slash forward slash www.zapsplat.com.